This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McKee Jr. Today is Thursday, December the 6th, 2018. It is just after 2 o'clock in the afternoon here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Uh, First of all, today, of course, is the Feast of St. Nicholas, who, of course, was known for his charity, his almsgiving, and his love for the poor, and of course, is so closely tied with the great feast of Christmas in our society. Also today, uh, this morning was the uh, funeral services for our 41st president of the United States, George H.W. Bush. May he rest in peace. Now, for today's message, it is entitled, Jesus is foremost the God of love. Jesus is foremost the God of love. Now, this, is, this message is based on the apparitions of Jesus to Sister Consolata Vitrone. A couple things real quickly about Sister Consolata here. Now, I did a, a message a couple months ago. Uh, it was entitled, Jesus, Mary, I love you, save souls. So that is the prayer that Jesus gave to Sister Consolata Vitrone during those apparitions. Uh, Sister Consolata, and, and the, that message was given specifically um, because, you know, so many people are, including myself, it, it can be a challenge to find the time to pray. And we're in our cars, we're fighting traffic, um, which is a great opportunity for prayer if, if we open our hearts to it. And this prayer, Jesus, Mary, I love you, save souls, that Jesus gave is so powerful. It needs to be practiced by everybody. It really is an awesome, uh, there's so much so much fruit and so much, uh, just so many, so many good things happen when you say this prayer. And you can say it, obviously, it's, you can say it all at any time during the course of the day. You can say it uh, during your formal prayer time. It's, it's great to be said, too, when you just feel like you only have a few minutes for prayer and you want to say something very powerful. It's a very, very powerful prayer. So, but let me tell you real quickly about Sister Consolata Patron, and then we're going to get into uh, the actual words that Jesus told her, because I'm telling you right now, we all need to hear this message. And at the core of the message is that Jesus is foremost the God of love that God is the God of love, that mercy, of course, is his greatest attribute, which is what we learn in the divine mercy apparitions. Interestingly enough, these apparitions to Sister Consolata Patron occurred really during the same time as the divine mercy apparitions that were occurring to St. Faustina. So Sister Consolata Patron, she lived from 1903 to 1946. So these apparitions were, of course, during that time period. Uh, Let me get right into this here. Now, first, I'm going to lead off with this. Now, this is what this is exactly what Jesus tells her, and this is what we all, all, I think, we all need to know, including myself. Jesus says, "Do not think of me as a harsh God, because I'm foremost the God of love." Amen. You know, it's, God is holy. God is just. These are true things. But so many times, we, as humans, tend to forget about 
the fact that God is first and foremost the God of mercy, the God of love, that that is actually his greatest attribute, that his love and his mercy are stronger than his justice. And for our, it is so important, so important for us to believe that in our heart. Obviously, God can read our heart. Time and time and time again, we read through the diary of divine mercy how important it is for us to believe in the goodness of God. Of course, the divine mercy apparition is given from Jesus to St. Faustina, 1925, 1938 in Poland. So I'm, I'm basing, obviously, that it's, it's, it's always, it's always going to be a, a I, I have, I'm always going to tend to lean to get into that message as well. But I want to, I, I do want to stay focused directly on this message that was given to Sister Consolata. But the point I'm trying to get at is it is so important for us to believe in the goodness of God to trust in the goodness of God. God knows our hearts. He can see where we're placing our trust. And while, yes, we have to have fear of the Lord, there's no question. A fear of the Lord is, is, is it, I believe it says in the scriptures, is the, uh, the beginning of all wisdom. But we also must remember that God's mercy, God's love is his strongest attribute. And by us believing in that, it pleases God greatly. We learn that in the divine mercy apparitions. That's what Jesus says to St. Faustina time and time and time again. That trust in his mercy. Our Lord recognizes that. And it pleases our Lord greatly when we trust in his goodness. And this message is, is in effect reinforcing that same message. So let me just read a few of the things that Jesus told Sister Consolata Patron. Jesus said this. Tell me, what more beautiful prayer do you want to offer me? Jesus, Mary, I love you. Save souls. Love and souls. What more beautiful prayer could you desire? Amen. Jesus also said this. Write this down, Consolata, for I demand it of you under obedience that for one act of love from you, I would create heaven. Amen. What is this act of love? Listen to this. Let's see what Jesus says. It was then that our Lord also inspired Sister Consolata with this important universal prayer, Jesus, Mary, I love you, save souls. Remembering what Jesus had told her on the day that she took the veil, I do not call you for more than this, an act of continual love. Sister Consolata began to thus repeat this one prayer over and over again. That is the prayer, of course, Jesus, Mary, I love you, save souls. She prayed it during all of her waking hours in every form of work as she went about her daily duties. For it was Christ himself who instructed her in the practice of what he called the unceasing act of love, expressed in the words, Jesus, Mary, I love you, save souls. Amen. Jesus says this, the soul that is dearest to me is the one who loves me the most. Now, we learn in scripture, if we, Jesus says, if we, love, if we love God, we will keep his commands. It's, it's pretty simple. Now, I will say this on a personal level. 
I've been practicing this prayer. And it, 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 truth be told, over the last probably two months, I've, I've probably lapsed slightly in this devotion. Well, I've lapsed, uh, I guess, significantly in this devotion so, to where I was saying at the end of the summer. But where I'm going with this is that uh, when I'm saying this prayer frequently, which I, which I ought to make sure that I do that at some point today, I mentioned this before on the previous podcast when I did this message, is that the level of pure love I had for other people and have for other people, it greatly increases. And that, I know, pleases our Lord. And there's this sense of just, I just feel more love in my heart and there's, a, there's a, a, an active desire to lead people to Jesus and Mary more so than when I'm not saying this prayer. So keep that in mind. Jesus says, the soul that is dearest to me is the love that wants... The soul that is dearest to me is the one who loves me the most. What I'm telling you right here, right now, is that I believe if we continue to say this prayer that our Lord set taught, our love will greatly increase, which would, of course, thus please our Lord. This is about a paragraph, but you need to hear this. We all do. See, Consolata, the enemy will make every effort to shake your blind faith in me. Jesus then said, but you must never forget that I am and love to be always kind and merciful. Understand my heart, Consolata. Understand my love and never permit the enemy to gain entrance into your soul, even for an instant with a thought of a lack of confidence in me. Believe me. I am solely and always kind. I am solely and always like a parent to you. So imitate the children who at every little scratch of the finger run at once to mother to have it bandaged. You should always do the same. Remember that I will always cancel out and repair your imperfections and faults just as a mother will always bandage the child's finger whether it is really hurt or only seems so in his imagination. And if the child were to really hurt his arm or his head, how tenderly and affectionately would he be cared for, bandaged by the mother? Why do this very same thing with regard to your soul when you fall? Even though I may do so in silence, do you understand, Consolata? Therefore, never, 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 have even a shadow of doubt. A lack of confidence wounds my heart to the quick and makes me suffer. Amen. See, we have to understand this. Our negativity, our doubt, it actually hurts our Lord. It hurts our Lord. It hurts our relationship with our Lord. See, I think a lot of times we get confused with humility. And we think sometimes that if we're, if, if, if we're a humble, we, we will doubt. Um, there's, some, there's a confusion there. And I, and I may not be being overly clear right now, but it's almost like we're afraid to believe. Um, we're, we're afraid to have confidence in our Lord's mercy. See, confidence in our Lord's mercy, in His goodness, in, in His ability to provide is actually true humility. Now, yes, our Lord asks us to use our talents 
And we have to be responsive in obedience to what our Lord asks us to do. And sometimes it can be, whether it be using our talents directly or whether it be through prayer or, or an act of mercy or, or just whatever. We, the more in tune we are with Jesus, the more easily we understand what our Lord wants. And sometimes it can be a struggle. But where I'm going with this is, if we doubt, we need to understand this. We're not just hurting ourselves. We're actually hurting Jesus. I'm going to repeat that last line. Jesus says, therefore, never, never, never have even a shadow of doubt. A lack of confidence wounds my heart to the quick and makes me suffer. See, doubt is from the enemy. Doubt, I just talked about this uh, in the last message for when I encourage you, uh, hopefully, to begin the novena to Our Lady, untire of knots. And the, the knot that I reference that I'm asking to be untied is that knot of doubt, of unbelief, that our Lord's going to come through. That our Lord's going to keep every promise He makes. That's true. But doubt tells us it's not. See, doubt is the source. It's a source of deception, a source of lies. But when we embrace doubt, we're actually hurting Jesus. See, we need to remember that. We're not just hurting ourselves. We're hurting our Lord. So then the question comes, becomes, do we want to really do that? And a lot of times, a lot of us are more, willing to, are more willing to just hurt ourselves than we are to hurt our Lord or hurt our neighbor, aren't we? But let us remember that doubt actually hurts Jesus. What's the remedy of doubt? The opposite of doubt, of course, would be belief. Belief in the Lord's goodness. Believe that he keeps every promise he makes. Believe that he will come through. Believe that he knows what he's doing. Believe that he will never, ever, 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 ever let us down. Jesus tells St. Faustina in Diary of Divine Mercy, no soul that is called upon my mercy has been disappointed or brought to shame. Amen. See, I don't know what you're experiencing, what your prayer, I, don't, I have no idea. But what I know is this. If you call upon the Lord's mercy with a contrite heart, you're not going to be disappointed. You're not going to be brought to shame. If you want to call upon the Lord's mercy in a very humble and profound and powerful way, that I highly recommend the Chaplet of the Divine Mercy. Google it. Learn how to say it. Google Chaplet of the Divine Mercy, the divinemercy.org. Uh, EWTN, the Divine, Google, uh, the Chaplet of the Divine Mercy, EWTN, it will come right up. Presuming you have internet access, you have a computer. If you don't have access, I would recommend asking someone who does or even asking, asking somebody who knows their Catholic faith well and ask them how to say it. They'll, they'll teach you. Worth, worth every moment. Let me continue to read some of these other things that Jesus told Sister Consolata because we all need to know this message. Jesus says, love me and you will be happy and the more you love me, the happier you will be. Even when you find yourself in utter darkness, love will produce light. Love will will produce strength and love will produce joy. Amen. If you're not sure how to love Jesus, let's tie this message right back into 
in a very practical way, with a contrite heart, saying that prayer aloud when we have the time, even if it's three times, four times, five times, you say it 20 times, Jesus, Mary, I love you. Save souls. Amen. So remember this. The enemy does not, cannot stand in the presence of the names Jesus and Mary. So if you feel darkness, if you feel boredom, whatever it may be, discouragement, uh, exaggerated anxiety, uh, whatever it could be, you know, just simply calling upon the names out loud, Jesus, Mary, I love you, save souls. Darkness must flee. Darkness must flee, and the presence of Jesus and Mary will then will be there. Of course, that's why the darkness has to flee. So when Jesus says, love will make you happy, the way to be happy really, in a very practical way, by saying this prayer, if obviously, clearly, receiving the sacraments, going to Mass, staying in prayer, being obedient to what God wants. These are great ways that we love our Lord. Deeds of mercy. Jesus says, I prefer an act of love and a communion of love to any other gift. I thirst for love. Jesus says, I delight to work in his soul. You see, I love to do everything myself. And from this soul, I ask only that she love me. Amen. That one specifically, I think I needed to hear. Because so many times I wonder, well, if I did this, would, would this work? Or if I, and it's true. We, we, yes, we have to use our talents. And we have to be obedient in a very specific way to what our Lord is asking each and every single one of us. But when in doubt, when in doubt, love the Lord. And if you're not sure how to do that right now, at this moment, rec- I recommend saying that prayer. And I'm recommending it, by the way, to myself as well. As I hear this message, I'm saying, I really need to get more serious about this prayer again. Jesus, Mary, I love you. Save souls. Amen. Jesus, as you see, even in good thoughts which creep in, there's always a bit of self-love, of complacency. And it is easy to see how they will spoil the act of love. But if you will will completely trust in me, that I am attending to everything and will continue to do so, and you will not permit even one other thought to enter, then your act of love will possess a virginal purity. Amen. Many, many times. I'm, I'm probably as guilty as this as anybody that's hearing this message, but we start to worry about all these other things, and I should be doing this, and I should be doing that, and I just kind of got into this, but I, I guess I'm overly guilty of it. And as I'm um, making that clear to you as a listener, I, I, I'm, I'm doing that because I'm just trying to be honest, and there's probably a lot of people who also feel the same way, and clearly our Lord recognizes that that's part of human nature, uh, that we do that. So what what our Lord is clearly asking is that to just forget about all those things and focus on not just saying the prayer, Jesus, Mary, I love you, save souls, but saying it and, and, and believing that Jesus and Mary hear us. That has a lot to do with increasing our faith. The recognition 
that Jesus and Mary are actually there listening to us. See, if I ask you, uh, just let me kind of digress for a minute. If I ask you, excuse me, could you get, get me, a, could you hand me this, this, you know, could you hand me that book? And you're perfectly capable. Maybe you're, you're, you're right near the book and you're on your feet and I'm sitting down. Do I believe you're going to hand me the book? You're, let's presume you're a good hearted person. You're very capable of doing this. I would say yes. I would say that that's a, a common sense answer. Yeah, I believe you're going to hand me the book. Why do I believe you're going to hand me the book? Well, because I, I see you. I recognize your presence. I know that you're capable of doing it. I mean, could you not do it? Of course. And there's a possibility. But I think it's, it's, I would believe that you would. And the reason I would believe that you would is because you hear me. Because I, I see you. Because I recognize you. And as I mentioned to you, with, our, with asking Our Lady to untie this knot of doubt, this unbelief, I've been reminded to remember the presence of Jesus and Mary in prayer. Remember the presence of St. Joseph when we're asking St. Joseph for prayer, for help. St. Jude. What other St. Anne. What other saints that you specifically pray to? But the recognition of the presence of Jesus and Mary is so important to this prayer. It's so important to all of our prayers because when we recognize their presence, we believe that our prayers will be heard and answered. What happens to doubt? It begins to dissipate. We already just talked about the dangers of doubt. Jesus says, you see consolata. Sanctity means self-forgetfulness in everything in thoughts, desires, words. Allow me to do it all. I will do everything. But you should, at every moment, give me what I ask for with much love. Amen. Many times when our Lord asks us to do things, we don't always do it with love, do we? We do it with a... Uh, uh, as if we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders, so to speak. We do it with, you know, uh, not a certain amount of indifference, you know, dragging our feet. That's something I'm working on. Um, and I, and I'm, I would imagine probably a lot of people are. But what our Lord is asking us to do is when our Lord makes something clear to us that we need to do, we just, we need to not only do it, but do it with enthusiasm, do it with love. Jesus says, Trust always in Jesus. If you only knew how much pleasure that gives me, grant me the solace to trust in me, even in the shadow of death. Amen. Jesus says you must think only of loving me. I will think of everything else, even to the smallest details. Amen. Jesus repeats the prayer here. Jesus says, Jesus, Mary, I love you. Save souls. Encompasses everything. The souls in purgatory and the souls in the militant church, the innocent soul and the guilty soul, the dying, the atheist, etc. Do not lose time. 
Remember that every act of love is a soul of all the gifts. The best gift you can offer me is a day full of love. I desire an uninterrupted, Jesus, Mary, I love you. Save souls. From when you get up in the morning to when you go to bed at night. Amen. I've been meaning to do this message for a while. I have just, I don't know why I didn't, but I'm so glad that I did today. Uh, I personally just reading what our Lord told Sister Consolata Patron, I'm just, it, it enthuses me for this day, for the future. I'm, ha I'm happy to be able to share this message. I thank you for your support. I thank you for listening. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. And I just want to remind you very quickly that this Saturday is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. We celebrate our Blessed Mother being immaculately conceived within the womb of St. Anne. Again, my name is Dennis McGee Jr. This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.